what it means to write publishing a book, why you should publish a book. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Funnel podcast. This is, this is going to be a phenomenal one. Uh, we have talked and we have brought in guests from all uh, works of life, right? And we have uh, we have people like Jay Bear who talked about you know people should should think about marketing. He talked about the funniest uh, example around uh, a company from which he bought an underwear and they just follow him around now and it's it's a really really crazy thing. Uh, we had David Cancel who's his five time CEO and he talked about on, on his podcast what's important to learning and, and and so on and so forth. Today I'm really excited to bring in my publisher. Uh, most of you guys know that I wrote the first uh, book on account based marketing and Wiley published the book. And I've got this question so many times. How do you publish a book? And what is the process? And you know, what did you, what did I do? What did others do? And I thought, wouldn't it be really cool to just get my publisher on the call and just kind of talk through through it? So here we are. Um, I have Amy with me. Amy is my publisher with Wiley. She's been really, really amazing. She has helped me write the book, uh, get it out there, get it in the marketplace. And uh, we're going to talk about what it means to write publishing a book why you should publish a book, really important for you to ask that question and really talk about maybe a success story and a failure story from which all of us can learn um, what to do, what not to do. So without further ado, Amy, welcome to the show. Hi, Sangram. Thanks for having me. I am pumped. So Amy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, like what got you into publishing and, uh, and maybe you can totally off script tell us how the experience was working with me and Lauren on my team who really helped us uh, get the book done. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in publishing for 13 years now. Um, I took a job initially with a different publishing company as a marketing copywriter. I had always heard that if you wanted to be in publishing, just get your foot in the door somewhere. You need loads of experience before you can have a job like I have today. Um, because publishing is, is an alphabet soup of acronyms and terms and structure. And there's just so many nuances to learn that you can learn those things in any position. Um, you know, but you need to have those years of experience before you can become, um, the acquisitions editor role that I have today. So, you know, I, is that marketing copywriter, um, on my first two weeks of the job, my boss was very wise. And she had me sit with one person from every department that I would be supporting in my role. I sat down with an acquisitions editor and she told me about how she collects proposals from potential authors, how she goes to conferences and other events in order to network and meet potential authors, um, negotiating contracts and really all this great fun stuff. And I was like, that is the job that I want. Wow. And three years time. I was lucky enough that Wiley had an acquisitions editor job open working with the very iconic Dummies brand. Um, And here I am 10 years later. 
Wow, that is inspiring. Like I think uh, it just you just made up a great point uh, around uh, just making sure that you when you have a boss that really cares about you and knows and and you can follow along that person's footstep, you know, you, you and you have and if you can be patient around that and and wait for the right opportunities, especially when you're working with an iconic brand like like Wiley's, great things can happen and the right things can happen. So kudos to you for the patience and the hard work and clearly it paid off. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely been um, a fun journey and publishing is a very interesting dynamic industry to be in. No doubt, no kidding. So talk to us about uh, the experience that you and I went through and, and, and really helping people understand. If somebody out there today listening to this podcast said, I want to publish a book, uh, and I have a great idea, and I want to publish a book, what would you say to them? Because I'm sure you get that question all the time. I do. And so, Sangram, you and I were lucky that we were connected by Kyle Lacey, who Kyle Lacey. Yeah. my authors. Um, Kyle had written Twitter marketing for dummies for me many years ago. Um, and so that's certainly a great way, right? I mean, that's what LinkedIn is all about. Um I often put out calls for proposals on LinkedIn just to see what kind of stuff I can get and who I can meet and, and where that might lead us. Um, you know, there's there's definitely ways to, to use your network and find those people who are the editors at different publishing companies. If you aren't as lucky as you and I were to be connected by somebody else, um, a really simple thing to do is go to your local bookstore pick up a book on the shelf that you want to be on. So if you want to be on the business shelf in the marketing section, go pick up a book um, that is sort of similar to yours and go look at who published it. The editor's names are always in the publisher's acknowledgements, either in the front or the back of the book. Um, Or maybe the author uh, calls out their agent or calls out their editor or something in their acknowledgements in the back or the front of the book. That's a great way to just figure out who the name is. Right. Then go on LinkedIn, look them up, look up at the publishing company's website. Oftentimes there are um, guidelines for how you can get in touch with them and how you can submit a proposal. And, you know, that that's just a really simple way of, of finding the right name. That is awesome. I just wrote down a whole bunch of notes on this one. And again, thanks for um, sharing that Kyle Lacey was was the person. That's what I did is like, I have no idea how to do this thing. So I reached out to Kyle Lacey, who's now a VP of Marketing at Lesson Lee, and he's done a couple of books already, or I think four. And he's like, yeah, I can introduce you. Uh, and and that was amazing that we were connected. So so Amy, if, if somebody says, you know what, I know what I want to write about. I, I got it. Like, uh, I just need to go do it. Like, what would be the reason you would say, hey, wait a minute, um, mm-hmm. you, you might want to think a little bit more before you uh, want to publish a book. Maybe, you know, one of the things you have talked to, to me about uh, and, and before we also started talking was like, don't confuse between the book and a platform, you know, and, and think about them really, really important. So I think that was a really good, good example. So can you, can you unpack that a little bit? Absolutely. So what we want to, you know, look for is does this potential author have a platform, have a, a way that he or she can help sell the book? Um, you know, again, you and I were in a great situation because you have the Flip My Funnel conference, because you have your website and you have Terminus and you have all of these different channels to help you promote and sell the book. Um, it was a very easy thing for us to say, yes, this guy's going to help. Like he, he 
has ways to um, help us sell the book outside of Amazon and outside of Barnes and Noble um, and in really unique ways too. So that was very helpful. Um, what you want to be careful is that you aren't hoping that the book will make those things happen for you. Um, certainly the book becomes this, you know, $24.99 business card that should help you, you know, maybe you'll command better speaking fees or be able to start command speaking fees, or um, it should open doors for you, certainly. And we want the book to help you build your business. We just don't want to see that um, you're hoping that the book is going to open up all the doors for you. Um, it can't be the thing that you say. I, I it, What I look for in proposals is like, these are all the things I already have planned for the book. These are already solidified to help promote the book. Um, I don't want to see, oh, when I have the book published, I'm going to go out and try to get all these new speaking engagements. Or when I have the book, I'll build up my website. That stuff needs to be done first. Wow. I think, I think a lot of people are going to be amazed by that response. I think a lot of people are living in this idea that I just need to get my uh, thoughts and words in a document, get my get it to my publisher, and they are going to do all the work for me. And, and what you're really saying is that, hey, look, you know, of course, the publisher and Wiley's have been really grateful, especially because you already have this incredible brand. Um, so yes, you have your distribution, but don't confuse that with your own distribution because nobody else knows better your target audience than you yourself. So I, I think it's a really big idea you just shared. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have the best reach into your direct audience. The people who already love you, already know you, already follow you, are already willing to pick up and, and purchase whatever it is that you've put together. You can reach them probably a lot faster than I can reach them by, you know, putting your book on Amazon and putting your book into Barnes & Noble. Those are fantastic things. Wiley has global distribution. I mean, that is something that you as the individual author can achieve, but you can do the things that I can't do, which is get the book directly into the hands of the people who already love you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I also want to give a shout out to Lauren Patrick. Um, Lauren, like as soon as we signed this deal with uh, with Amy and Wiley, uh, the first thing I did was hire Lauren on the team and she's still with, with Terminus and helps with a whole bunch of things and she's a storyteller. And she, all she did with me was every single morning, um, we'll just meet up for like two, three hours. Uh, she would record, videotape me, everything I have to say. And then she will literally take all that stuff and write it for the rest of the day while I go run the business of Terminus because we are a startup. I, I, don't ha- I didn't have all the time to just sit down and write. And then in the evening, I'll come back, take a look at what she has done, and then I'll go edit. And then we'll just, we went through that process, as you know, Amy, for like three, four months. It was hard. Uh, it was a lot of work. There was a lot of editing. And and one thing I realized was if I were to do this again, like I don't know if I could do this with without a person like like Lauren. Uh, but I also know a lot of people take think that, hey, they need to write every single word of their stuff, like literally handwrite it. So mm-hmm. I wonder if you have any uh, words of advice is like, hey, look, how here are a couple of ways of like writing a book uh, out there. Yeah. Um, you know, you make a really good point in that there are times when an author is, you know, running a business as a family, all these extra commitments that it does become difficult to actually do that writing yourself. Um, and you 
we're fortunate you had Lauren on your side, um, that you had found her. Um, a lot of times, you know, I can help an author recognize the need for that assistance and the publisher, I can provide that assistance to the author. I have a, you know, a whole team of people who um, are ghostwriters for us that, you know, we can call on as, as needed to, to help fill those types of roles. So, yeah, I mean, we definitely come across people who we think, you know, they need to have a book. We want them to write for dummies. Um, we appreciate everything that they're going to bring to the table. And we don't want to discourage those people from, you know, taking that chance to write the book because their knowledge is still in there. Um, but, you know, you don't have to be the one to sit behind the keyboard to get it done. We have lots of things to help you. Um, I have other authors, you know, again, in similar situations, maybe they're, they're self-employed. Um, I hire a lot of, of bloggers and social media personalities who, you know, are working from home and they're consulting and they're, you know, their time is a little bit more their own. Um, and those people, you know, I have bloggers who are very much like, I'm going to write a page and a half every day because that's the length of a blog post. And that's what I'm used to doing every day. <laughs> that is um, beautiful. Yeah. There's also people who I know would ignore the book all week while they worked <laughs> and did to family. And they would lock themselves down at Starbucks for 10 hours on a Saturday and knock out five chapters, you know? Um, I think you have to find whatever rhythm is going to best work for you and your, you know, other business that you have to tend to, because we've hired you to write this book because we know you have another great business that needs your attention. Um, and you have family and, and things. So, you know, we try to give as much leeway in schedules as we can so that you can find the way to make that time for the book. Yeah, that, that is so beautiful. A Amy, as we wrap this up and before I summarize everything you just shared, I, I took a whole bunch of notes as I always try to do with uh, all of these podcasts because there's so many golden nuggets. Well, you know, what, do you, can you share a, a success story and maybe a failure story around how it worked or how it didn't work? So <clears throat> one of the biggest successes that I have had um, in the last 12 months was working with the team over at digitalmarketer.com, mm -hmm. Ryan Dice and Russ Henenberry. They wrote Digital Marketing for Dummies for us. Um, and, you know, they did everything right. We hit our schedule. They were 100% into the editing. They, you know, wrote a great manuscript. They edited a great manuscript with our editors. They took fabulous figures. Um, we... They, they created a whole bunch of ancillary like downloads that the readers could access, um, you know, via URLs in the book. Um, and then they promoted it like crazy. And, you know, they, um, I think they, they purchased some copies and they gave them away to digital marketer fans and at conferences and stuff. And the book continues to sell very well. Um, it is definitely one of the bigger successes that we point to in the last year. Um, and, and that's great when we can, you know, find wins like that. That's awesome. Um, a failure, you know, I've, I've had a few projects fail where, back to what we were just talking about, the authors underestimated their time to put into the book. Um, you know, they were overcommitted in family, overcommitted in work. There were personal, you know, work-related issues happening. Um, that just kept them from it. And, and the worst part of it was that they weren't communicating with me. 
So we, you know, we want to work with you. If you have things come up, we get it. We have family too. We're working just like you. Um, we want to, to help be flexible, but you got to tell us. So the things where the, where there are the most spectacular failures are where the authors just stopped communicating with their editors. Wow, that, that's a really, really good finding. And that's important. The communication is, is really key here. So as I wrap it up, this has been super informative. And, and here are some of the things that I took away. And hopefully people can, can take, take more uh, when they listen to, to your podcast. Uh, so one is, you know, you know, people are out there. You know, if you want to go publish, go walk by the local bookstore and look at um, the, whatever the area is that you want to write into, and you can find the publisher from there. So it's no longer a secret. You can actually find. Uh, I was surprised to even hear myself that there are calls for writers and authors and things like that that you yourself and others would just put out there. So be on a lookout for that kind of stuff. The big idea that you shared, and I think this is something I don't want anybody to get lost, is don't confuse the book as the platform. Book is a means to the platform, and, and you yourself is a platform. So you got to figure out and make sure that you have your engine kind of baked in and ready to go. Uh, it may be conferences and events and things like that, like we do. Uh, but if you look at the book as the only one that's going to survive and, and that's going to bring you all the speaking gigs in the world, uh, you might be there for a ride. So I think that's a really important point you shared. Also, something like, you know, there are many ways to write a book. It's, it's not like you just shut yourself down in a room in a corner and write it for six months and, and go to another country or something like that. You, you can hire ghostwriters. You can use your um, editors and is, is the company that you're working with. They can help you. You can write yourself or you can write in a different forms and different formats. So there is many ways to do it. So let, don't, don't worry about the how, worry, worry about the why and where you want to go. And the last part that you said, uh, which is like nobody, you know, and, and something that I believe is that, you know, nobody throws a book away. So it can be used as your, you know, 24-7, like, you know, a call, calling card for us. It's a business thing. We send our book to every single uh, target audience, a prospect or a customer, and they love it. We send multiple sometimes because you want it to be for marketing and sales. And we know they may or may not become our customers, but they will have our book always on their table, which means will be on top of their mind. And, and that's that's a really big, big takeaway for, uh, for us. And that's why we wrote the book. So Amy, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom with, uh, with the community. And I'm sure you're going to get a flood of emails from everybody asking like, how do we do this thing? Or if they have an idea to run by. I am looking forward to it. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Amy. Take care. Thanks, Ingram. Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.